Dwarven Moss presents a Dungeons and Dragons actual play of The Curse of Straw. <laughs> hit it, hit it. Russell. <laughs> Laughing at us. Squawking. He's been here since day one, hasn't he? Russell? Russell? Russell Crowe? Has he? I think he made his way in pretty early. Yeah, that was a good oh, grab. I've been here the whole time. Ah, <laughs> Russell. You're finally here. Ah, see, I've met you too, Russell. Right. My name's Jason State. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm... From England. Welcome to Talking Moss. Welcome to Talking Moss. <laughs> Hello. Hello, mates. Round world. Welcome to Talking Moss. Chewing it up so much. <laughs> chewing the air in front of him. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Hello. Alright. Having a bit of a chomp, <laughs> oh, eh? Alright. Alright. Shapey git. <laughs> This is just a really grumpy guy walking around in England. It on, rains mate. a lot. I'm we listening get, get to Tucking Moss, eh? Tucking Moss. That's too choppy. Choppy Moss. It's almost Australian. Well, that would be more Russell Crowe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, we <laughs> started just off for us. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Who could? Cood crude? Something's into our ear. Cood crude. He's a cood crude well, dude. speaking about a couple of cood crude dudes. Oh, speaking mm. about a few crude. Uh, oh, we're all crude. Cruelly crudelers. Hey, guys. Cruelly crude. Big news. What's that? We all just got over COVID-19. Oh, oh, yes. We did. Wow. <coughs> Back there from the depths. Go. Oh, you yeah. coughed. Yeah, just got to remind myself to cough every that now was, and then. Uh, right. And, and uh, I mean, it's just very funny how... Uh, uh, well, fill us in, Chris. Yeah, what how was your uh, I was going to say, when man. this whole thing started, we were all very diligent about being like, guys, come on, we got a mask. Should we meet? We yeah. didn't know that's the numbers are going. We canceled this is that. a lot of times. We canceled tons of stuff. Yeah. And look at us on a one-off. On a one-off hangaroo. Yeah. Three crude dudes. <laughs> Three crude dudes. And then this. Get the Kuvu Noon Tune. Oh, <laughs> the Noon Tune was playing a tune. Ugh. It started with me, and then I passed it on to the boys. Yep. Yep. Uh, we were on a bit of delay. We were on a three-day delay, yep. and we all fell into the grips of... <laughs> COVID-19. None of us being vaccinated, so it hitting us really hard. <laughs> yeah, why would I do that? Um, so, oops, we were joking. Uh, yes, it was a joke. I'd like to remind everybody about uh, vaccines. Uh, you need at least seven vaccines. Um, yeah, that man, that vaccines has the best results. Polio for chicken pox. Yeah. yeah. What's that rusty Women thing where you, yeah, you exactly. step on tetanus. rusty things? Oh, tetanus. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, we got that. Whatever. Give me all the vaccines. I don't care. Try on new vaccines. I just get sure. it. Okay. Like, I just get the science and <laughs> oh, I understand yeah. it yeah. completely. Well, so you know. Yeah. I know exactly where I stand. Can we and bring that up? Can we bring that up? Yeah. Uh, let's, Jamie, Jamie, can we bring that up? Jamie? Jamie. 
<laughs> that is Dave. Jamie's got COVID. He's not here. We're... <laughs> Uh, Jamie can't join us. Yeah. Yeah. He has COVID hard. Yeah. yeah. Really bad. Yeah. We're coming after yeah. the number one spot on Spotify. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> one patron at a time. Oh, yes. Speaking of, we do have some new patrons. I'm going to bring them up. Checking my patron app. And it's nice to know that we still have people finding our stuff and wanting to join us in the moss talk and, in, and just deep in the moss still. Oh, yeah. After we finished our second act. We have to do another um, live talking moss with Oh, Mark. absolutely. We're, we've been talking about it. We've been talking yep. about it. We've been talking we, moss about it. We're going to have a fun time. We're going to throw a little moss party. Yeah. Well, check this out. Seven hours ago. Jonathan Riggs joined the squad. Yo, Riggs. Yeah, man. And then 11 hours ago, we've, we've got a boom here. Bo Benson. We got a Bo Bo? Benson? We got a Bo Benson. A double B? BB. Yeah. We, oh, my we God. We got a BB. BB. He's, we he's back. Have a BB. Bo Benson. Yeah. That's a hell of a name. That's really great. Oh. Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham is a new patron. <laughs> wow. $7,000. One-time payment. Hey, guys. I just love listening to your podcast. I wrote a song about it. <laughs> Noir in mass. I'm the boss. Sorry, that was awkward. <laughs> Let me just start that again. Dwarf in moss. Now you're probably all bored at this point. Dwarf in moss. I'm a self-deprecating white guy, and I sing about it. <laughs> he, do you think he's left his house yet after that special? <laughs> See, he's smart. He doesn't have COVID. He's still in his home filming hours. So he does. That's of, just uh, new generation, man. No way, man. They just do it all themselves. Yeah. Celebs, I think they all have gone through the cove. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Anyone who's had to be out there. Look, Tom Hanks was the first one who got it, right? Coolest guy in the world. Coolest guy in Makes the world. Makes total yeah. sense to me. Big time. As I said, I understand the science completely. <laughs> also, so this is just... Him and Rita Wilson easy, got easy. it in Australia. And you know who else is from Australia? Russell, Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. That was a Russell Crit. <laughs> Russell Crit. Russell Crit. Russell Crit. Coming soon. Coming soon. This... He plays a barbarian, a gladiator. This summer... Or fighter. Russell Crit fighter. plays a fighter. They raped my wife. <laughs> killed my child. <laughs> Growing up in Perth, Australia. <laughs> Russell Crit will learn how to save his wife and himself. <laughs> this summer. Where do I get tickets? <laughs> Academy Award nominee. Hey, hey, check this out. I think <laughs> we have uh, I think we have another Swede. <gasps> uh, you guys tell me Vidar Hagstrom, and it's got those funky dots on the A and the O. Vidar Hagstrom <laughs> Fordell. Fordell. Vidar, yeah. how do you spell Vidar? Uh, V-I-D-A-R. D name. That is a great D D name. This guy fucks. So this is the three new patrons. Thank you so much. Yeah. Or maybe four. We also got Paul K. 
Cochran. Paul Cochran! Finally, yeah. this guy comes. Finally, Paul Man. Cochran shows Paul Cochran. his uh, face. I've been waiting for you, buddy. Yeah, he's a biggie. He's like uh, the Who's he's Paul the Cochran ancient again? He's, the land. he's uh, that uh, uh, one of the new patrons. Canadian that sings uh, "Life Is a Highway." That's oh, Tom, yes. Cochran. Tom, Cochran. Oh. Tom Cochran. Oh, Tom Cochran. Mm. Probably related. Tom Picture Cochran. of him right there. Whoa! Really? Whoa. What's that all about? Okay, everybody, breaking news. Jay has a photo of Tom Cochran. How often can you say that uh, mentioned Canadian music icon Tom Cochran Whoa. and then have your D&D buddy boy go, <laughs> you mean that Tom Cochran? Look at this. Jay's playing bass with Tom Cochran on stage. You know what? Singing Life is a Highway. You Sam did it, eh? Massey Hall. Oh, Sam wow. Rigel couldn't do this. <laughs> yeah, eat your heart out, Sam Rigel. It, it looks like Mithril Hall. Oh no, no, I see it. I see the, yeah, Massey Hall. Borden Hardanus and Massey Hall. Hey, welcome to the show. Wow. What would he do at Massey Hall? Well, what would he do? Well, he doesn't. Use, what did we learn about him? How, he he drones or he doesn't use a lot of lyrics. No, he was prompted a, to sing in the last episode. Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah. So what would he do at Massey? A lot of singing. A lot of singing. A lot of singing that last episode. A lot episode. of singing. But uh, he was singing that that was an old dwarven. That's how dwarves sing. They just uh, their songs. Their songs last hours and hours. Right. When you just do like throat. Yeah. And then the, maybe they'll change to a, you know, they go up. Semitone. <laughs> Would it be an all that dwarf? That's really exciting. <laughs> yeah, an all dwarf. Like, and they're what? holding the note, but all you see is their eyes just look at each other like, oh. And there's hundreds yeah. of them filling these cavernous halls. Oh. Dwarven kids. Do you think it would be an all dwarf band, or do you think he's he's mod, a little more maybe modern these days? Maybe he's got like a, 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 an Aarakocra on drums. Are there any drums? You know more about how Water dwarves are. Sugar. I mean, uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's modern. He's modern now. Yeah, yeah. He's modern now. No, I think he's a classic dude. I think Boren. I think Boren would vote for Trump. I think he's a classic. Oh shit, he's a Trumper. I think he would be like those freedom guys are fighting for their freedom. <laughs> no, Boren, that's, you understand? That's off brand. Yeah, but what about Wendell's Wendell? the Trump guy? <laughs> Wendell's There's is no so way, southern. Oh no, you're a greenie. Yeah. Come on, you weird hippie. <laughs> Growing your ways and your keto diets and that's eating. true. I do keep to myself. See, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Come on. I know, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm liberal. <laughs> yeah, a bit too liberal. For no. my liking. You're more liberal than me. <laughs> Not true! I think it is. Now that I think about it, the amount of times you have been more open-minded. And I'm grumpy and closed-minded. Uh, agree to disagree, agree born. To disagree. Wow. I made a few decisions in my time. <laughs> Nobody's doubting you there, Bart. <laughs> I've written a few songs about roads. <laughs> I've 
picked a I've few written a few songs and done a few things and fought wolves before. That's mighty big. I remember once it mighty big words. I've read a few books in my time. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Tell Just you, smells tell. a bit damp, Born. <laughs> really? What's that stench? <laughs> uh, roll for perception. <laughs> oh, oh, 27. Yeah, you can uh, smell a, uh, a, a heavy uh, whiff of cinnamon. Oh. Burnt cinnamon. Did you fart out of your dick? Born. What's that sweet smell? Smells like cinnamon bun. Don't get excited when I fart out my penis, Born. <laughs> Oh, ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah. And we laughed. And we (laughs) laughed. And what a time it was. Yep. So we don't have COVID anymore. Yeah, we got through COVID. Yeah. Any, uh, I don't know, do we, any crazy, how about one crazy thing that happened to you during COVID? Anything wild? Crazy. I lost some taste. That was interesting. Right, yeah. Um, I lost my taste and smell for a while. I didn't get any of that. Loss of smell and taste. Chris had a bit of Novid. I had a bit of Novid. Uh, yeah. It must be that dwarven blood. That think, resiliency. Yeah. Yeah. I think what was surprising, the amount of napping I did. I just wanted to sleep. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. We, we talked about this. Yeah. Just, there was, oh, man, I have to lie down feeling. And you lie down and just sleep. Yeah. I'd sleep from like 5 till 8. And then it'd be up till 10.30 and just go, I want to go back to bed. For two days, I did 16 hours of sleeping. Wow. Yeah, man. And I woke up like a like a rusty bicycle. You guys seen that movie, <laughs> yes. um, Dark City? Yeah. Not no. for a while, What's though. That? But, like, yeah, I got to rewatch it. It's like The Matrix before The Matrix yeah. in a way. Yeah. Okay. And one of the concepts in it was... <coughs> oh, shit. <laughs> one of the concepts in it was that when you when the people fell asleep in the city, that was when adjustments were made to the city right, and to them yeah, yeah. and then they had their memories erased or like so that they wouldn't notice yeah, the differences but right. it was like this ever-changing world i'm butchering it because i haven't seen it in a while either but <clears throat> yeah but i remember that yeah that concept of like you would never know like if they were if like superior beings or monsters were successfully waiting until you were asleep and then that's when they do their work on you. Wow. Walking around. And you would never know. You know what I always found... Only fa- when you sleep. Right. You no. know what I always found fascinating? How your brain operates at uh, different frequencies. But when you sleep, it goes down to like from 11 to 9 hertz, let's say. Hmm. So are we tuned into each other when we sleep? Like like a universal mind? Is there... Maybe that's where the beings are like, we're, we're 9 hertz beings. That's that's when we, when we when we can reach you. Then when you wake up, you're just... In a different frequency, man. Weird. So are you positing that aliens invented COVID-19 so we could all be a bit sleepier? And what, what we think is of as aliens, maybe it's not so much aliens, but like the way an ant doesn't even know how to comprehend that we are smarter beings above them. They just accept us for what we... We're looking at through the right. James Webb telescope at the universe Ooh. and seeing this expanse and we're just like well what is that oh it's just the universe but what if it's not the universe what if it's something that is in complete control of itself that shit is mind bending to me 
Dude. Sometimes I get caught in a, a, a loop of thinking about those bigger concepts. And I'm like... Yeah, like apparently like our galaxy, way. the Milky Way, has billions of planets, and then yeah. oh, he's got it as a, That's a new one, screensaver. Right? That's a new one. So all of those like stars in the background, or most of them, are galaxies that are supposed to be as big as ours. Like from one point to the end of our Milky Way galaxy is like three hundred thousand light years. And this is that Horsehead Nebula, but more detailed. I guess so. Yeah, what are we even looking at? So that picture looks like mountains and. This is the Sand new Spelljammer they're putting out. This is 5e. This oh. is Spelljammer. You can fly through all of this. Wow. <coughs> Multiverse. What's interesting is that these have existed before. Like, the Hubble telescope has the same images, but just blurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. actually not that blurry. Like, you pretty much see the same thing, but this is just like, whoa. I guess, obviously, there's got to be, not doctoring, but there's some way that it's making this image where the stars are like, Got that glint to them. I believe the web is like an infrared camera. Mm. Whatever that means. Yeah, that I guess that Hubble telescope's just a big piece of shit, yeah, eh? Like, I couldn't see any of this stuff. Three. Wow, man. Whoa. Well, I mean, gents, should we uh, discuss this uh, act that have just finished? We've just finished an entire second act. Of... Where do we Curse start? Of Strahd. Curse of Strahd. We got a lot of people in on this second act mm-hmm. that when we first rolled out two years ago, it's been quiet and small, but we were like, let's put out this second act to a bigger fanfare. That's mm-hmm. where a lot of these people who now want to hear us talk about ourselves. And the story has certainly evolved. Yeah. Those characters have certainly shown... Uh, themselves to each other and right. the world around them. I suppose a big uh, uh, something interesting about that's evolved in Act 2 was Wendell having his mm-hmm. Dark City dreams where yeah. Straw just started visiting him yeah. and talking to him. Wendell was a little secretive at first. What, what do you think, when, what did Wendell think the first time he got this dream? Well, it's interesting because there's still a little bit of uncharted territory. Like, because like right now, like Born, his character isn't aware of what Wendell's going through in his dreams. Hmm. And so I don't really want to say too much. Um, well, we know we've we've heard Strahd talk to Wendell. Yeah. And say his. You didn't tell him everything, but does your does. Boren does know that you were that you've been having nightmares, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he knows that I've been having nightmares. That's it's not it. a Strahd. Okay. What? Uh, what? What was the first time Wendell had one of these nightmares? Um, it was. That. Oh yeah, when was the first time? So it would have been before Lake Zarovek. That would, would be the second. That would be your flashback. First it was eels when you plunged. Mm. Underwater. When he's visited by Strahd for the first time, actually, I think it's in. Um, it was from session, our 12th session, which was actually chapter, like, 14, I think. Okay. It's where, it's after the big Valaki fight. Oh. Is it after? That, that makes sense. Yeah. Because right after I have that dream, he meets me, and he 
pulls me up. Right. And uh, and the, and I'm in the shadow fell and. But this here's this is the thing I don't like at this point. Shadow fell later. Yeah. Boren doesn't right. know any of this. Well, you bring up an int- uh, a fun little uh, piece of info. So when uh, y- I think you cr- you critted Strahd off of the scaffolding, mm-hmm. and he critted the scaffolding. Critted the scaffolding. Yeah. yeah. And for those of you that maybe know Strahd's uh, repertoire of spells, so Strahd hit the ground and immediately cast invisibility on himself, and that's kind of how he disappeared. And that's when he made his way to the Blue Water Inn to, you know, find uh, find Irina. Yeah, there's Whoa. the bloody footprints that were left. But that's right. And he, always, all that were left were bloody footprints. Well, let me ask you then this: Was this a thing that you thought earlier on? You knew Jay was creating this character. Yeah. Would did you think I'm gonna have? A deal, because I think it does mention that in the book, doesn't it? Like Strahd's looking for a successor. Does so it? Did, did you? I think maybe I may be making that. I don't up, think but it does. But did maybe. you see that as an opportunity to go? I can pull this on Wendell. I can. So once I saw Wendell's, once I read Wendell's backstory, I absolutely saw that as an opportunity. Where okay, we have a warlock. I didn't even know a ton about warlocks to be honest. Yeah. I was like, warlocks have a patron. Okay. Strahd must have a must serve someone as well. I guess in a way, so Strahd that's how is I, kind of a warlock too, because he has a patron. He has the Raven Queen, right? She's cursed him. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was huh. definitely the connection that I made early on. Right. And they both he gets his powers from the Shadowfell. Right. And uh, Wendell would get his powers from somewhere, and I just thought, hey, what if it was the Shadowfell? Oh and then the connection made me want to bring up the successor thing it's probably yeah. a classic story but it was great it worked great for a two-man play right because you have one man being pulled one way of the other man being pulled the other way yeah this and i was thinking hey what do you want from me hey <laughs> <laughs> i was hey. trying to create a uh uh drama and uh contention uh between you two because i didn't i wanted to wendell to kind of have these dreams mm-hmm. and born to be like hey what's cool. going on what, what's he dreaming? Why, why is he not telling what me? Fuck? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah, right? I'm not getting any dreams. You know, I wanted to keep Born and Wendell of... were like totally different. And like they had like different voices. And, and Wendell was just sort of a guy like this. Yeah, and Born is like, <laughs> why? Hey, we should go kill this straw and I've got. All right, well, I'm just a little, I'm, a, I'm in a bit of a bad mood right now because of my curse. Yeah. Well, fuck you. I don't give a shit. I'm a real piece of shit right now. <laughs> I'm Born Harding. It's from Bad Axe Hall. I know. You tell everybody you I'm know. Admiral Paladin Born Harding. I know. Hall. Everyone you meet, you tell them who your name is and what hall you're from. I'm just Wendell from the Shining Plains, and I murdered all my neighbors. So Wendell's super chill. You're like a Michael Jackson. <laughs> who's who's Wendell right now? What's a good analog? Wendell's... No, Wendell's this guy. No. <laughs> Wendell is... No, what? Wendell's this guy. He's just like, look, man. Back off, okay? From the shiny okay, planes, okay? Don't, don't. That's my. Do he's Tyler? I hit Dukin, man. So I'm just gonna. I hit Dukin. Like, go down on one knee, Blatt. put my hands together, do a, a full high Dukin. Yes, I'm yeah. going to attack. I'll do lay on hands. No, don't. I'm depressed. I want to die. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm gonna roll a death save. <laughs> <laughs> Wendell's just so depressed. These insufferable characters yeah. for so long. He's so such a different podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank God all this battle and all the same music. Okay, so Bora goes up. He goes, "Hey, yeah," and he throws down a branding smite. Us going back and forth. Holy man. Symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Warren. Well, guys, you know, sometimes you, you miss. We, 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 we miss missed, a missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. That's right. right. That's we, right. We made, yeah. But what else in like season two? Season two. Act two. Very Valaki heavy. Very role play heavy, we found. Very discovery heavy. Finding new spells, finding new people to talk to, finding out lore. We, we met. You met Strahd. Met Strahd. Like, like real Strahd in Strahd form. Yeah. We were laying in. waste to Valaki, laying waste to a, a Vistani camp. Yeah. Um, uh, going up and bringing Stanimir into the air oh, yes. with That's the fly battle. spell. And then you in a bear hug with him. And he's trying to make this deal. And I'm egging you on. And. You just drop him. That's yeah. I bet he didn't expect right down on top of the fire when he brought you into Barovia that, that you was, that was a would fun... be back with flight, right? Ready to mess his ass up. Jump a Jack Flash. That was something that we had a lot of fun planning. Yeah, I love that. Jay and I really strategized and we're like, okay, how can we do that? How do we got we know where he is. Let's mm-hmm. keep him in the thing. Let's cause the distraction. You got fly. I got this. Yeah, I feel like that was really smart because that was a challenging battle. You, yeah, you, there you, were, Rahadan was, was reduced there. to dust, it could have smoldering been. ashes. Yeah, smoking embers, smoking embers, <laughs> smoking embers. That's if you if you listen to Tom on on episode one, after he tells the story of after Stanimir tells the story, yeah, and you see Strahd in the fire, and then. And Strahd vanishes, and the and the fire vanishes, and smoke and ember. Smoking the image vanishes in a cloud of smoking embers. Yeah. Total comic book guy ending the story. <laughs> That's who it is. Uh, that that yeah, that was a big battle. We also we found the holy symbol. Ooh yeah, that was a fun moment. And uh, right at the end there, we found the sunblade. Oh. Did we find the sunblade? Uh, or am I spoiling oh. something? No, we found. We, we, we found. No, no, uh, we didn't. We didn't find oh, sunlight yet. That's that's that is spoiled. Yeah, is that spoiled? Because we were in the cemetery. That's where the race came out. Yeah, yeah. We didn't find so it. So we yet. need to. Didn't we not keep this in? Or 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 for all you true monsters out there. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be pretty cool when they have that's a sunlight. That's a little clue. It's a little teaser. Maybe, you know, we're just kidding. I think they know that we're going to Well, I kind of, I mean, this is, this is also it. This is the game, right? We're just following what is in the game. This is one of the things in the game they give you, so. Yeah, I don't think. You'd be a fool not to find. Exactly. What are you thinking? You'd be a fool. Of course, the Sunblade is in the cemetery. Guys, of course. That's where we were going. That's Um, where we were going. That's where we were going. Um, no, you have to come over here. Okay, well, I'll ask this then too, Tom, in that last episode. Now, I want to start asking you, you 
pieces of work, some questions about this, okay? We don't have any questions written down. Right. Probably do, but I, I want to grill you sons of guns. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Tom, I know for a fact that the Abbey at Cresc is on the very top of a hill. Yeah. You let me just throw a rope up there and, and fucking Batman and Robin grapple. Now, I love it. Yeah. But interesting choice. Talk I'm, about it as a DM. Yeah, interesting. My recollection is that there was a wall that you could grapple up. And like the like the, the abbey is kind of I think that whole area is very classic medieval townish where like the the like we'll call the abbey like the castles on top and then yeah. down below are the vill- are the shacks and yeah, yeah. The, where the where the peons and peasants hang actually and Kresk is a little uh it's it's actually well kept Kresk is one of those towns that uh it doesn't go out they're very insular they don't go out or let anybody in so they're very they're isolating very exactly yeah yeah but they take care of the shit from covid yeah I think there's a wall surrounding Kresk. There certainly was in our venture. And yep. you may have rolled a decent uh, a grappling uh, rope throw. So that's kind of how I had that. Are you referring to the very end where the, where the window gets smashed? Or no, just to no, get not in? at all. I'm very into So that's exactly it. So, like, if Kresk is down here, then the, the abbey is up here. Yeah. We went around the side to essentially where the bottom of this cliff is, and we ascended this tall cliff to get to the abbey now mm. there was a little leeway taken there i think you just shortened it because you were like eh, come on these guys are having probably fun. i did i did do some shortening in this adventure yeah removing yeah. of floors in the death house removing of really some areas altogether so and look we never knew yeah we it's, never it's knew. interesting yeah, that, yeah. like because you dm'd this as well you were given all of the visual um, and written descriptions of yeah. what this module is offering. From a player's perspective, like me who hasn't DM'd and I don't even know, like to me, I don't. The same way when you think of a movie, when you think about an action movie about that time when Tom Cruise grapples over a wall in, in Mission Impossible or something, you don't know the right. layout of that compound, right? You right. just know the shots that are used to tell the story in the movie. You just know the shots. It's the wall that then connects to that thing in the distance and he's getting closer to it. Okay, now he's here. Right. This is what you can see. Like, that's the way my memory works and the way my playing works. It's just as a player. And so, either, like, it's no It's like a montage of shots. It's only going to rub against if you know. And that's why I didn't rub up against you when we were playing because you hadn't DM'd it at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, right. totally. Like but mo- it doesn't matter to me, like, if you were to take all these liberties. It's Not just DM's rules. And rules are fun, man. Rules is rule, fun. RAF. Yeah. Right? In fact, it's, it better, it's better sometimes when you can sort of, like, just treat it like a movie and, like, we're yeah. just using what we need. And indulging, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I think you did that when we were doing Nictus is, is, like, they're coming up with ideas. Why do I want to poo-poo this? Like, let's indulge them a bit and feed them a bit. Yeah. Because yeah. then they'll they'll work on that energy. It's also a way to feel creative when you are reading a story that's yes. essentially written. Because right. I want to I want to get my ideas in there too, totally. but without the burden of like creating some intricate woven uh, yeah. homebrew. Right. It's like you, Every you do ten get to. Feet, you must roll a dexterity check because the the stones get harder and smoother. So then we're just rolling checks yeah. or whatever. That's a good flavor. 
<clears throat> yeah, guys, put Sometimes your, put your flavor. Good, like, it's good to Over all have these a, things. a balance of all of these things, you know? Like, it's so important that somebody, i.e. the DM, is there to sort of, like, spoil the fun. Like, knowing when to spoil the fun is so needed. Knowing when to be like, sorry, guys. Not going to happen. No, yeah. you wow. cannot do that. Yeah. And you, I will roll in if one of you actually says with certainty, and it's canon that it has been it sounds like you're saying it so i'm gonna roll this and the consequences are gonna that's so great to have teacher show up like you can't be a class clown without a teacher mm. it's just chaos you know it's just like and you guys kind of are the class clown. clown right and i'm i'm, and I'm more clown. or less the uh the straight man i would say if we break down this equation i think that's what the shepherd switches right i think and, but I think that's the role of the dungeon master is to be the director and the cinematographer and the art director. Like, they set the scene and then go, okay, you guys go in and play. And I'll go, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, let's keep doing that. But if you're like, I want to eat the ground and turn into a rainbow. And it's like, well, that's not going to happen. So <laughs> let's think about this logic. Who's that player? Yeah, the walls. <laughs> that player Me, coming newborn. in. Newborn. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, boring hearted from Bread Axe Hall. I'm a fucking leprechaun. And I'm a fucking my bitch. eyes are lasers and I'm you can't bitch. ever hit me. I have an armor class of 100. <laughs> so not only is he <laughs> that voice at the table, he's asking to do things that make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> I want to take every goblin out for dinner and wine and dine the children and okay, then wait, marry on, them. Okay, so, so, no, no, I'm not going to stop. And then I'm going to marry but, you uh, and then on, I win uh, the game. Uh, I want to roll to win the game. Okay, just okay, okay, roll, roll, roll. Tell me. 100. I got 100. Well, it, it's you, a I win. You're just saying right? 100. That you rolled a 12. I roll a smite on you and you. 100. Security. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this dude. But meanwhile, the crowd's loving it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> you go on, Let him play. You're, you're taking them off the side of the stage, and the manager and the suits are there, being like, "Get them back on." <laughs> They're bankrolling the, the whole thing. Confused. Like, what do we do? The crowd loves them. The crowd's uh, loving them. And then, and then the DM. There's a moment so of silence, so and the deflated. crowd's waiting, and the DM is just like, "Oh, okay. Uh, what do you want to do, fluffy?" Fluffy fart pants. Fluffy fart pants wants to yeah, take everybody it. to winners. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd's going wild. You can't. You, you can't. DM's freaking <laughs> out on stage. <laughs> Flip the table. <laughs> Who is doing it here? Stop it. This summer. <laughs> what is this? Of the preview? Coast I hate this. Dungeons and Dragons. Honor among we thieves. We can't just switch up the parodies. Chris the... Pine. Marlon wins. Oh my God. Elliot Page. <laughs> And Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> We've got a new D&D quest. <laughs> I tell you right now it'll be the best. <laughs> the DM will pretend to like you in jest. <laughs> but he'd rather see you lose your head. I... Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, he would rather see you lose yeah, your head. Yeah, cut that because head off. You're a, you, no, because... When, when you lose your head is when the D&D decisions become interesting, Ooh. off track, and unpredictable. Whoa. So lose your head. Lose the body your guides head, the mind. Crazy. The body guides the mind. The body cannot live without the mind. You think <sighs> that's air you're breathing <laughs> now? Show me. 
Yeah, yeah man. Welcome to the desert of the real. <gasps> what? What are you saying? Like a Dutch bullets? <laughs> no, Neil. I'm saying that when you're ready, you won't you have to. You're doing it like Lance Reddick. <laughs> if Lance Reddick <laughs> was Morpheus. Neil. That'd be okay. I'm telling you that you won't have to. <laughs> when you're ready, you won't have to. You take the red pill. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. Go back to sleep. Take the blue pill. No, the red pill is a bad one, right? Take the red pill. Take the red pill. I'll show you just how far the rabbit hole goes. <laughs> rabbit hole goes. <laughs> they always do. Lance Reddick. Lance That's going to be my Reddick. next character. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Boren Harding. It's not my paladin for Brad Axel. Yeah, well, uh, Wendell, <laughs> Wendell's going to be Joe Pantoliano, all right? Look, you better stop fucking running, Wendell. Wow. So you're here to save the world, huh, Morpheus <laughs> or Lance, whatever you want me to call you? <laughs> they always do. A piece of advice. <laughs> you see an agent? You do what we do. You run. run. Run your ass off. <laughs> very quotable movie. <clears throat> what is that? Event Horizon? <laughs> it's a very fuckable film. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Did you guys see the new one? I saw... Yes. Yeah, so you did? I saw... I couldn't, uh, I couldn't commit. Some yeah. of it. Yeah? Yeah. Let's... Sh- no comment. New okay. Co- new topic. No, a new topic. Yeah, this is too divisive. Um, Let's okay, talk about I want to give Jay the gears. Okay. Ooh, Wendell, gears. Wendell's, Gear going, Wendell's going through all this stuff in Act Two. Okay. You were given a lot more fat to chew in this. I've act. done a few fat <laughs> chewing <laughs> sessions. I think, you know, you had a lot to uh, deal with as far as just like what you want to do as an end game. I think Wendell had a much grander idea and maybe even Jay as a player had a thicker idea of, of an end game mm-hmm. because you were given these I don't want to call them cues but you were given these story elements for your character mm-hmm. that developed him more and I think to you it was a good surprise too because it helped you develop him and, and, and think more about well, when where we were he playing, is like it's no mystery that we have been producing our our first big game. It's our first D and D game, and since <coughs> we've played many D and D campaigns, yeah, just like now, you, you can get through them pre- quite quickly when you don't have to record and produce them. <laughs> but I remember in Act Two it being a real just eye opener, game changer, just in terms of yeah how I was feeling. Uh, as a pilot of my character mm. in a mystery where I didn't know a lot of times what was going on like at all and so it, it like that f- informed my character to in fact I had this thought because we just had a session zero with our friend Nick and for another thing that we're doing and um, <coughs> Whoa. I was thinking about Breaking. my character and 
a piece of advice. I think a good piece of advice for people okay. who are making characters, something that is easy to exist within if you're role-playing your character at the table, you want to be comfortable with like being able to have access to this character in a way that you know how to control and you know how to deal with in any situation. Mm-hmm. You might be called upon to know things or to... Your character makes commitments. Any one of your creative choices, your character is making commitments to saying, I'm bringing this to the table to role play. Mm-hmm. So choose, you could choose things like, I think with Wendell, I chose to be very um, plot heavy, not plot heavy, but like I wanted to know what the answer was in an impatient way because it quelled my real life curiosity to get answers and to get to gain control i didn't like the feeling at first of not having control over mm. you know what i mean what is this an improv scene what is this like right because right. if it's an improv scene we're going like way like we're we've lost the the thread but oh no we're playing a game right that now. makes sense because Vlacky was kind of like that yeah like yeah. there's a lot nebulous. of but what are but, we here for yeah. But, yeah but what i found by act two what i found was like a crutch was that I allowed my character to be like almost rudely impatient about what was happening in the story. And yeah. that was like my real life spilling over and, and like justifying it through the character. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah, nice. You know what I mean? As a crutch, because it allowed me to just sort of like be what I actually felt. I didn't have to like hide or divide what I actually felt. I had an mm. outlet for it. Yeah. And when you have an outlet for it, you get this release and you could let it out. You could be who you're not allowed to be in a character. Right. And you know what's so funny I would add to that is that you're not allowed to be who you be in a character and a character is allowed to do that, especially someone like Wendell, in a land like Barovia. And it's real nerdy to say, but I think it's, it, it's, it's <clears throat> baked into the story that there's something wrong in Valaki. Right. And so Wendell, who's already a very trepidatious man, when he kind of sees, the, when he can do that Neo thing and see the code and be like, wait a minute, something's not right here. I know this is a game, so I'm going to treat it like a game. Yeah. And yeah, I think it lends, wrong. even though you're merging a bit of your uh, real life feelings at the time, it's perfectly justified in so many ways totally. in the way you're talking about immersing the character. Like, Wendell doesn't have a lot of time left. He should be retired right now. And here he is, fucking Barovia, just trying to figure this stuff out, just to get it over with. He had a comfy home. He made a living as a farmer back in Faerun. And uh, it totally makes sense that he's grumpy and wants to keep things going. Yeah. Yeah. He want, He doesn't want to be... It, it's, I, I just find it fun to... Once you have, like... A code like that that fits your play style it makes it very easy to just sort of like role play it didn't it didn't feel like i think I that's why born i think that's so why easy. yeah born and wendell started to be able to talk with each other so effortlessly yeah because we just knew what our own code was <laughs> and we just kept to it yeah I was lucky that we came in blind like that, and our characters were such oil and water. That was, fun. yeah, that was magic. We yeah, we were you just know, light and dark. Yeah, light and dark. Holy, cursed, uh, elf, dwarf, half elf, 
I think so that was wild. the fun thing too to be a very uh, bleeding heart Superman type character who's just totally for good and for justice and who's righteous and who has power to enact those things to be to to fight the bad and to fight the evil mm-hmm. and uh, but also be so emotionally open too. I think that's the other thing too. Like that's deep improv training. It's like. Uh, just go to emotions. Emotions are there because we're human. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So like, oh no, I'm sorry. But that also makes him an emotional guy. So you can go. Yeah. So you know, my friend here is a real emotional guy. All right. You don't really when, see in a lot of um, when you cycle through D and D streams, a lot of people they role play a little bit, but they role play with the the. Uh, confinement of it being like kind of badass role playing or like yeah I'm doing this or we're joking around but like emotions seeing people cycle through emotions is a real yeah um, improv thing yeah and Boren is certainly an emotional little dwarf he's an emotional guy um I mean I'm trying to think other other really fun noteworthy big things in act two I think we're all just really proud of ourselves for actually getting the thing out there and also very much looking forward to going, how does this end? We played it so long ago. I want to hear all mm-hmm. this stuff. I want to remembering all the things that happen after this in Act 3 are uh, really fun. And I feel it's definitely that kind of part in the roller coaster before you know you're going to go downhill because and not downhill in a bad way but we're mm-hmm. ending this adventure it's an act three for a reason i believe it's act three in the book too like there's acts in the book your, yeah wow uh, there's probably a lot of subliminal things coming in i don't remember a lot about I mean, the book i think I really maybe don't. i'm there's no yeah. act three in the book is I there? Th- I think they split it into acts. When you get to Valaki, that's the whole second act. But you don't have to. But you don't have up. to be in Valaki. You can go anywhere. That, that's not written. Yeah. That, that path is not written. Whatever Madame Eva deals you is where you go. But maybe I'm just infusing. Wherever you go, our... there you are. Whoa, man. That's so far out. It's back in again, man. Whoa, man. Whoa, I gotta smoke some more moss, man. Yeah, man. Yo, have we talked about the James Webb telescope, man? Yeah, man. Oh, we did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. I mean, you could see Barovia. Oh yeah. It's just in another universe. Yeah, man. The domain of dread. Barovia is a universe that is. On the side adjacent to another alternate universe, no? Whoa. Yeah, dude. If there it's are like infinite, infinite amount of possibilities, mm-hmm. that means that there is a universe that is just the Sword Coast. And it's, like, real. Whoa. So, like, it's not just real, though. It's... Dwarven Moss presents Curse of Strahd, but it's a reality that happened. Right, Whoa. and like, Born's voice is like super high, and it's like the same podcast. Yeah. But and you Wendell have that high voice, and Wendell... Jamaican. And, and Wendell <laughs> is Jamaican. Yeah. Wendell is Jamaican. And this is the universe 
where Wendell is Jamaican. 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 Come on, boy. This concludes another episode of Dwarven Moss. If you'd like to support us, consider joining our Patreon or buy us a coffee. Leave us a comment or ask a question and we'll answer it on one of our episodes of Talking Moss. Dwarven Moss is presented by the Sonar Network.